Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. Hope you're all having a wonderful day so far. And as always, I hope it's about to get a little bit better. So funny that I sound so positive considering I've just bloody recorded this podcast. I basically recorded this whole podcast and ended it like, nailed it. That was a great one. Went to press save on my computer and the screen just like reloaded. I was like, what the actual fuck? Are you joking? What? And um, yeah, it's gone. So take two, baby. Let's get into it. So guys, this podcast is all going to be about how long fat loss really takes. Now, the reason I want to talk about this is because a lot of the time we will see these coaches in them little air commas saying, you know, you can lose two stone in like six weeks or, you know, this client lost x amount mass amounts of fat in a very minimal time or we see celebrities doing these dramatic transformations in very short amounts of time and i'm not saying that these transformations aren't real or these you know fat loss transformations aren't you know aren't doable absolutely they are but let's talk about real fat loss let's talk about us fat loss us average joes the ones who actually have full-time jobs and don't have living chefs or people who follow us around batting food out of our hands which is sometimes what I hear from my clients is that oh Emma I just need you with me so you can just knock the biscuits out my hand no babes it's not what you need okay so as much as okay maybe that would be quite handy into the depths of fat loss but realistically we just need to know what we need to do to have sustainable uh, achievable fat loss but this podcast is about how long fat loss it really takes and what we need to get it okay so we're going to go straight in the first thing we need to look at is when looking at how long fat loss takes is what is your goal it's totally goal dependent and you know have you got seven pounds to lose have you got five stone to lose whatever your goal is is gonna it's gonna you know have a big impact in how long that journey is going to be for you and how long that's going to take so obviously if we've got more fat to lose it's going to take a little bit longer but that doesn't mean if we've got less fat to lose it's going to take a really short amount of time because I like to use this analogy with my clients when it comes to getting to the end or very close to their fat loss goal or their physique goal think of it like fat loss being a race so when you start the race you're like loads of energy you're making mass progress like you're striding along and that's what happens when we have you know a a lot of fat to lose or tends to be what happens is that small changes can have big drastic results small lifestyle changes can have big drastic results in the beginning and then when you get close to your goal that's when like the grit the determination maybe you've been in a fat loss phase for a while and you know it's getting quite boring and you want to not do it anymore like that's when that motivation and that discipline needs to kick in so it could be that you lose a stone within the first six weeks of doing you know a particular diet but then it could be it takes you six weeks to lose that last three pound uh, when it comes to the end of it so how long fat loss takes is really goal dependent secondary to that is having realistic expectations of your fat loss journey. And this is what this podcast is generally about, is setting them expectations. So, you know, if you've got three stone to lose, I personally wouldn't say try and lose that in, you know, six, eight weeks time, because that's gonna, you're probably gonna have to sacrifice a lot, put, you know, mass amounts of effort in, make it the priority of your life. Whereas the way I like to coach is, 
uh, from a lifestyle perspective. So I like you to keep a social life. I like you to be eating foods that you enjoy. Yes, you can eat chocolate every single day if you want to. Um and still lose fat, okay? No, you can't have a grab bag of Maltesers every single day, but maybe we can have, you know, like a little Kit Kat or, you know, 100 calories worth of chocolate and still work it in and still make progress. Whereas when we look at, if we're setting our expectations of like a bikini competitor physique builder or, you know, a celebrity that is got a six pack really quickly and we're like, I want to do that. Like the, the likelihood is they have, not had chocolate every day they probably haven't had an optimal lifestyle getting them results and as i said before us average joes who want to lose fat and look good and feel healthy we want to do it alongside a good lifestyle so fat loss journeys they are goal dependent and they are setting about setting realistic expectations some other things as well to take into account are genetics you know no, we can't defy science. Like to lose fat, we have to be in a calorie deficit no matter what our genetics are. But genetics can make the process faster, slower, maybe a little bit tougher on, you know, some people might lose um, belly fat a little bit quicker. Sorry, guys, quick drink. Some people might lose belly fat a little bit quicker compared to others because genetically their bodies store fat in a different way, Yeah. Don't get hung up on your genetics, guys. If you're in a calorie deficit long enough, your fat loss will happen in the areas you want it to. Obviously, you know, a lot of people think, oh, I want to just hold on to the fat on my boobs, the fat on my bum. If we could just get rid of it around the belly, that'd be great. Unfortunately, you cannot spot reduced fat no matter what anyone says. It is scientifically proven that you can't spot reduced fat. So ignore all them little memes to say, that say do this diet for hip fat and belly fat and all that bollocks. Right, the next one is, which is actually quite an interesting one that will have an effect on your fat loss journey, is your diet history. So if you are a chronic dieter, so what I mean by that is, are you one of these people that has constantly been in and out of a calorie deficit for years? And when I talk about these calorie deficits, I mean, have you been doing, you know, fad diets such as going on really low calorie diets for, you know, three, four, five weeks and then realizing it's not sustainable, it's miserable as hell, so then you just go back to your old way of eating. Now, what happens when this, when we go through these processes of these mad over-restrictive diets is it affects our metabolism, okay? So we want our metabolism to be nice and high, which means we're burning off food at a good rate, burning off energy um, at a good rate. What happens when we go on these drastic diets? Your body realizes that it's not getting enough calories in or optimal calories, optimal energy. So it starts to slow down, which means we're not burning off stored energy as effective as we could, we can be, basically. Um, and this, what happens after years and years of doing this is your body's like, right, we're in this diet mindset. Em's put us on a diet. She's put us on low calories. Let's slow our metabolism down and, you know, slow how we burn fat off down um, really quickly because we want to protect ourselves. You then can't sustain that low calorie diet. So you go back to eating mass amounts of food, not unhealthy habits. You know, the crisps, the chocolate, they all make their way back into our daily habits. And then your body's like, oh, okay, we're eating more, more food now, but your body still drop that metabolic rate down. So then you're not burning off food as much as you would have done pre-diet. So then you get, you see your weight coming back on. So then you drop down again into this crazy low diet or you try and massively over-restrict. 
so your body slowed down the metabolism again. And going through this cycle for years and years, your metabolism is really slow. That's why the weight goes on. That's why it's harder each time to do a diet to lose the weight that you lost in the first place. And this is why people will say, well, I did this diet once and I lost a stone. Then I put a stone and a bit more back on. And then I did the diet again and I lost 10 pounds. And then I put that 10 pounds and a bit more back on. And this is all to do with our metabolic rate not being as high as it was when we didn't diet, the very first time we didn't diet. So what you need to take into account is if you are a chronic dieter and you are going on a fat loss journey the right way, it's probably going to take you a little bit longer because we need that metabolism to balance out again. We need it to come up to burning fat and burning energy off optimally. That's a whole new podcast, you know, I've just realised I'm going to talk about metabolism um. And how people will say, oh, I've got a slow metabolism, but actually you don't have to live a life like that. You can bring it back up and sort it out. So side note, another podcast there. Okay, so they're the things that, you know, can affect us. Your goal, picking a realistic goal, having managing your expectations, genetics, and your diet history is a big one to setting yourself up for how long does my fat, is my fat loss going to take. You've then got the things that you have to stick to when you are on your fat loss journey, such as a plan Oh my God, a plan is so important when it comes to a fat loss journey. If you're just waking up on a Monday and thinking, right, I'm going to go on a diet. I'm just not going to eat as much and, you know, I'm just going to crack on and see what happens. Again, that's not going to be optimal for you because how do you know how to take your protein goal? How do you know what your calorie deficit is? How do you know you're sticking in your calorie deficit? Are you planning exercising? Um, You know, all of these things that we require in a plan to get optimal fat loss. If we don't have a plan, how the hell do we know what we're doing? Sorry, guys, I'm just super thirsty today, probably because I did that whole podcast just before. Uh, But anyway, so with the plan, so how do we know what the hell we're doing if we don't have a plan? And that's why a plan, you know, and if you're lucky enough, you know, go and get yourself a coach. If you don't really, if you're thinking, well, how do I know what plan I have? That's my job. That's our job as a coach is to help you with that plan. But yeah, have a have a food plan, have an, a daily movement plan and make sure you're executing it each day to know that that's your structure for that fat loss journey. Also, okay, so when it comes to fat loss and how long it really takes, what are you willing to sacrifice? So I'm going to I'm going to talk about sacrifice and social life now because when we are on lower calories to put us in that calorie deficit, that does mean sacrificing some of them unhealthier habits that maybe you had before such as having a magnum every night after your tea okay are you willing to sacrifice that because that the, you do need to make sacrifices when you're in a fat loss phase such as you know do you meet your friends in work every day for a coffee and a muffin are you willing to sacrifice a muffin maybe four days a week and maybe just have it on a friday or maybe have it on a monday and a friday and take the three out in the middle of the week you know like i said about the magnums after tea Bless, that used to be Ollie's one, one of Ollie's habits. He doesn't do that anymore, but it used to be. And I used to buy them for them, so I was the instigator. How bad? But anyway, moving on. So sacrificing, you know, or swapping out. No, I'm not going to have a um, Magnum every night after my tea. I'm going to swap it out and I'm going to have like, um, you know, a light hot chocolate or something like that. Making that sacrifice. And also, you know, talking about social life. 
at the moment, are you one of these people that your social life literally revolves around eating and drinking? And I know how common that is because my social life used to be exactly the same. You know, it would be, well, what am I doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday? And it would be, you know, well, I'll go to the pub on a Friday. Saturday would be either a meal out or meet someone for lunch. That would probably turn into a few drinks. And then a Sunday, it might be a roast dinner with a bottle of red. And that actually, for some people, is the complete norm. But it doesn't mean we necessarily enjoy doing that. It's just a habit that we've got into. But you can still have an amazing social life on on a fat loss journey. For me now, I dieted last year for a photo shoot. And then I'm in the depths of a diet now for my Hindu. In case you know, I'm getting married this year. In case I've not mentioned it. And um, getting married in September. Hindu in July. I want to diet. I want to be in, um, you know, peak physical shape for me. That's what I want to do it for. Um, but my social life now hasn't really took a knock. Like I still, I can still go out with my friends. I don't drink every social occasion because you can definitely still have a boss time without having getting absolutely smashed. Um, a really good tip which I do now with a lot of my friends and I recommend for all of my clients is if you're in the the habit of meeting up with friends to socialise and go to pub and have a drink. Be the catalyst in the group that says, guys, how about we go and do a walk? How about we go up Mulvama? Um, you know, if you listen to this anywhere else in the world, it's a little mountain by us. But, you know, choosing like a walk to go on. And when I've recommended this to clients in the past, you know, I've said to them, rather than going out for, you know, meeting your mate at the pub, go and do a walk first, then go to the pub. And, you know, and they say, God, I'm like, it was such a good idea. What we've actually decided to do now is go on a weekly walk, get our steps in, have a catch up. Honestly, guys, like you can totally have a awesome social life without revolving it around food and drink. Another little date night me and all like to do is go bowling. Huh? You know, like just little fun things that aren't necessarily just going out for dinner. It's about being active. And honestly, like you will have such you, you still have a great time. And no one's saying you can never go for brunch again. You can never go on dinner out again. Of course you can. It's just about weighing up. Are you on a fat loss journey? Are you in a fat loss phase and sacrificing that meal out to, to do something more active, to that's more goal-orientated, that's going to make that fat loss journey quicker? So you just got to weigh that up. Okay, so the next thing that's going to affect how long your fat loss is really going to take is your adherence and your consistency. And all of this podcast ties in with each other. This ties in with your sacrifices, ties into your social life, this ties into your plan. So without a plan, how do you know if you're adhering to a calorie deficit? Without a plan, how do you know you're consistently staying in a calorie deficit or consistently doing X amount of steps if you haven't got a plan to do, you know, 10K steps a day, 8K steps, 12K steps, whatever your goal is. So... When it comes down to adherence and consistency, having a plan is like the base of it. And then you've got to look at, okay, is this plan sustainable? Because this is where the adherence drops out on things like, you know, um, super low calorie diets or even like counting points and blue zones and red zones and whatever other bollocks, you know, slimming clubs tell you to do. Is that sustainable for life? Are you going to adhere to that for life? Probably not. And that's probably why you don't stick to it. So again, this is where I lifestyle coach from Empower Coaching is that we look at educating you on things that matter. Okay, what does portion control look like if I can't track my calories? 
What does, how do I work my fitness pal efficiently to save meals, to save me time so I know that I can stick to me, stick to me plan when I'm, when I'm in a rush. And then once you've got a plan that you know you can adhere to and to stick to, that's when the consistency comes in. So we've got the plan and know I can stick to it and now just need to be consistent with it. And this is going to be, you know, this, the consistency is really going to, and bring to light how fast you're going to get results because the the more consistency you can give the quicker them results are going to come in the less consistency you give the less your results are going to come in and the bottom you know the bottom line of it is 50% consistency equals 50% results and you can't be mad at that so if you have been consistent 7 days a week for 6 weeks in a row there's no way you're going to get to them six weeks and not get the results that you deserve because consistency massively equals results. Whereas I've had clients say, well, you know, I've been, I've been, you know, you have to look at consistency as a big picture, right? It isn't just being, I've been consistent on my steps, but I've been a bit lax on the nutrition. Bringing it back to that plan, you haven't been consistent with the plan. You've been consistent in parts, but unfortunately, we need to be consistent as a big picture to get them results. And that's where, again, linking it in comes in. Have a plan that you can adhere to, which will make you more consistent. If you don't have a plan, you've got nothing to adhere to, you've got nothing to be consistent to, you're not going to get the results you deserve. And this is where these mad plans that are like, you know, a thousand calories a day or 800 calories a day, they are ridiculously hard to adhere to. Therefore, you aren't going to be consistent with them. It's not rocket science. It's actually quite simple when we point it out. So your bottom line is when it comes to fat loss and how long does it take? Well, set your goal, make it realistic. Actually look at your genetics, you know. Are you are you genetically, you know, have you got people around you in your family, in your genetics that are... This is a good analogy, sorry, before I finish that sentence. If you're five foot four like me, right? Big muscular legs run in my family, short torso, muscle like we hold on to muscle in my family. I am not then gonna look at a Victoria supermodel and go, right, that's my goal. That's not expect that's not setting my expectations, right? That's genetically not gonna be possible for me. Now I'm not talking about um, you know, looking at your mum completely saying, well, my mum's five stone overweight, so genetically that's not impossible, that's impossible for me to lose weight, that's what I'm talking about, but I'm talking about body shape, structure, and just setting your realistic expectations around them genetics, then you've got your diet history, if you're a chronic dieter, it's probably going to take you a little bit longer, because you need to be more consistent on a decent plan that you're going to adhere to for longer, so that's all that wrapped up in a nutshell, and hopefully you got a little bit from that of how long fat loss really takes, the last thing I want to touch on, just to put a little pretty bow in this, is setting yourself up on that expectation of that timeline for getting your fat loss. So not expecting I want to lose five pounds a week every week, you know, for six weeks. Okay, then I've achieved my goal, okay? Because we know that's not realistic. The likelihood of that happening is very, 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 very minimal. And here's why. So when you look at achieving your fat loss results, okay, what you want to think about is, let's say you want to lose three stone, okay, 
if I said to you, right, okay, we're going to give you this plan and it's, you know, two months long, you're going to lose three stone in eight weeks and this is what you have to do, the likelihood of that plan is probably going to be very low calories. It's not likely. It will be extremely low calories, extreme amounts of exercise, massive amounts of sacrifice and not creating any lifestyle habits. So yes, you may get to that goal, but how the hell are you going to know how to keep them goals for life and keep that sustainable goal? Because nobody says, I want to lose three stone, and then I don't care if I put it back on again. The reason we go through fat loss phases and fat loss journeys is because we want to make ourselves healthier for life. We want to have a better physique for life. So when we do these short, drastic fat loss phases or short, you know, really drastic diets, they don't teach us anything, we don't get to keep them results, as probably a lot of you listening to this are going, yeah, I lost two stone when I did the Atkins diet and then put three back on, whereas when you look at a fat loss phase for, you know, let's say six months, so we say, right, six months, we're going to lose three stone, we're going to get a plan that we can adhere to, we're going to include your social life, we're going to teach you daily lifestyle habits, that actually you're going to see that weight come off over the six months. You're going to get to your goal. But what you've done over them six months is changed your life. You've changed your lifestyle habits. You've changed your daily routines. You now understand what portion control is, what um, good nutritious foods are, what foods to fuel you are. And after that six months, you haven't just gone through a drastic diet. You've created habits that are then going to let you carry on your life living it healthier with your results because six months think how many habits and routines you would have created because you've been doing them day in day out compare that to six weeks of hammering hell that actually you just can't wait till the six weeks is over so you can go back to not doing it again and this is where setting realistic expectations comes for fat loss and how long it actually really takes and if you've got you know a, a lot of a lot amount of weight to lose, don't rush that process, because if you do it within a good amount of time, you're going to change your life in the process of getting your results, and therefore you're going to have learned how to keep your results, so when you're stressing about that one to two pound a week that you wanting to lose, when you're stressing that one to two pounds a week is the only thing coming off, think about it in the positive, that actually if I continue to do two pounds a week, in six months, guys, I don't know what that is, bear with, I'm literally doing it on my calculator now, well, that's not right, 672, bear with, bear with, I've got no pause button, so, six months times four equals 24 weeks, 24 times two equals 48, so 48 pound, three and a half stone, If you lost two pounds a week over six months, nice and slowly, changing your lifestyle habits, three and a half stone. And actually, the majority of the time, the people I work with, they want to lose between two and three stone and they'd be happy. Six months. Six months is a drop in the ocean compared to the years you have spent in and out of diets, drastic diets, unhealthy habits, drastic diets, unhealthy habits. If you just stick to a fat loss phase, because remember, that's what fat loss is. It is a phase. It is not, you are not on low calories forever. Once you achieve your fat loss goal, you can then go into reverse dieting, 
which again is just a whole other podcast but that's where we bring your calories up and you can you know live your life not on good diet calories six months to build amazing healthy lifestyle habits where at the end of it you not only have got results you're healthier you're happier you're more confident and you get to keep them results you don't have to do any crazy drastic diets again compared to like i just said like the years that you've spent in and out of diets being unhappy um just committing to like you know six months and you'll get there so don't worry when you're getting that one to two pounds a week loss that's exactly what you want don't worry about jane and karen who are losing 10 pounds in two weeks trust me that ain't sustainable fact okay so guys <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this podcast i've definitely missed things that i did on the first podcast but oh well let's not look let's not live in the past um how long does fat loss really take look at your goal set your expectations get a plan look at the things you can sacrifice work around your social life stick to your plan be consistent with it and remember that one to two pounds of loss per week is absolutely amazing and if you continue to do that you're going to be your goal within that six months or however long and you're going to get them results for life as always, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you took something from it and uh, maybe a little golden nugget. If you did, send it over to me. Let me know how you got on uh, on Instagram at underscore em.powered. And as always, I really appreciate you giving me your time and listening. And if you enjoyed it, please pop me a little rating. I would really appreciate that. Have a great day, guys, and I'll catch you next time.